This is the Up Level Dairy Podcast for dairy farm owners, managers, and advisors who are committed to profitability, success, and excellence. My name is Peggy Coffeen, and it's my mission to bring you the conversations that will up level your skill set and your mindset so you can be a top performer in the dairy business. For many of us in the dairy business, especially leaders like you who listen to the Up Level Dairy Podcast, we want to make an impact on those we serve, both the people and the cows. But how can we scale our impact? How can we grow as leaders to find better solutions and motivate positive change? Well, our guest today is doing just that. Matt Bedine has made it his life's work to find solutions, but not just any solutions, better solutions to motivate positive change for the dairy industry and the people in it. From founding a company that feeds more than 1.1 million cows all over the world with progressive dairy solutions, to feeding people and providing a value-added marketing opportunity for dairy farm families through Valley Milk, and now leading efforts to help dairy farmers be beneficiaries of the methane market. Matt has had a hand and seen the vision for what it will take to be successful, profitable, and sustainable in the dairy business. He's driven by that same purpose and giving back as a founder of the North American Intercollegiate Dairy Challenge, which has impacted more than 4,000 students in its 20-year plus history. So how has Matt multiplied his impact to reach more than 1 million cows and thousands of young dairy leaders? Well, as I sat down and got to know Matt a little bit, I realized that his ability to scale success is a series of the same steps repeated over and over again. And that's what you'll be walking away with today from this Uplevel Dairy Podcast, sponsored by founding partner Adiseo, premier provider of nutritional solutions and room and protected methionine for dairy producers who want to increase milk production, capture more value from components, and maintain the health of their high-performing herds. Creating a million cow multiplier starts with identifying a challenge. After a long career with Cargill Animal Nutrition and building teams within Cargill Animal Nutrition, I've seen a a vision of a better way to serve our clients and focus on the client's needs and not necessarily the, the needs of corporate America. And when you look at dairy nutrition and management consultants, it's really important that we, uh, our, our end goal is to make that dairy producer more profitable and really focus on that. So we design and, and the founding of progressive issues was three key people, myself, Brian Sundberg and Luciani Altman who are all Cargill employees, we decide to build this team. And and I'm just lucky enough to be the, the head coach or the quarterback of the team uh, and uh, help guide, guide it away. Uh, these guys were wonderful uh, for me to work with and develop in that first uh, line of business. But we really identified that, you know, we wanted to become the biggest and best dairy nutrition management consulting firm. And it had to happen through people. All things happen through people. So we had to build the team of excellent dairy nutritionists that had a diverse background. And so it took one step at a time. We started with three of us starting out. And we had a small group of uh, clients, uh, but pretty still significant, about 90,000 cows. And 16 years later, the Progressive Dairy Solutions team includes 47 nutritionists and consultants worldwide and touches 1.1 million cows. So how did Matt take that vision for a better solution for dairy producers and multiply it? 
anytime you start a new business, each uh, you team up with people have greater strengths in yourself in different areas. In uh, both uh, my original founders, uh, Ryan Sundberg and Luciani Oakman had their strengths, uh, you know, and, and Ryan was very, very talented, uh, being out there in front of the clients and Zion diets, they make those dairies more profitable. Uh, Luciana had a tremendous background, not only in nutrition and, and, and transition cow management that she's been very successful at. But she uh, is just the ultimate op- entrepreneur uh, and uh, really understand the business structure. Today, Luciana uh, and her husband have a large custom chopping operation. Uh, they uh, have an 1,100 cow dairy that's uh, a Jersey dairy that's uh, always around 95 to 100 pounds of energy corrected milk. Uh, and she's also, Luciana's also. Uh, very involved in the, the uh, methane digesters and enteric methane opportunities, teaching clients about the opportunities out there. So she's just uh, a driver like that. And, and Brian's been very successful in uh, helping the team grow the progressive dairy solutions business, uh, but also is a founder in the Valley Milk business with myself uh, and uh, uh, Dr. Rike Skolnick who's part of our team. So but every one of the team's, uh, team members have their greatest strength. Uh, and uh, I'm just lucky that I got to be the uh, the head coach or the quarterback to kind of lead lead the team uh, path uh, to success. So This approach for creating a winning team that results in a multiplying effect starts and ends with people on the Progressive Dairy Solutions team and on the dairy. Everything happens with people. And that's no, no matter if we're talking about uh, training our milking staff in the milking parlor or a maternity barn or people in the cap barn, the, these areas, every person that's doing the work, the person that's closest to the work has to understand how they fit and why they matter in the organization and the impact they have on the that individual dairy. We're in the food business. We, we and the dairy industry is one of the only places where that food hits the grocery stores. Uh, and it hits those shells within a couple of days. So we have to have unbelievable, excellent quality control at every aspect of our dairy operation. And from the milking parlor to the feed uh, room to the uh, the feed management team, they all have to understand how important they are. And so our job is to uplift those, train those, educate those guys uh, so they can do a better job out there. And that comes through dairy analytics, comes through training, it comes through just sitting down and, and having heart-to-heart conversations with uh, managers and owners uh, on that individual dairy. Uh, so it's really changing from deciding a diet, giving that to dairy farm for the dairy producers to execute it, is to actually be a part of that team to help uh, be a critical team member uh, out there to help uh, execute a great plan for each and every dairyman. And that's our goal. Our goal is to do that. And hopefully that's going to be the way that's going to maximize the profitability in each and every area. Identify the challenge, see the better solution, assemble the team and activate the team. That's how Matt and the Progressive Dairy Solutions team have multiplied their impact to reach more than 1.1 million cows. And little did Matt know that he would repeat those same steps as a new challenge began to surface for his dairy clients in California. 
Well, Valley Milk started incorporated in 2013, which I guess in up 10 years is hard to believe. It's 10 years ago. But I call it this nutrition consultant going awry. You know, we you talk about doing things for your dairy clients that uh, are outside of bells and the diets is really got talking about the need in California at the time for further processing. And at that time, there was not a plant that was built for the previous 12, uh, 14 years in the California uh, dairy hurt size was, you know, you know from 1993, grew from 800,000 cows to 1.8 million uh, in 2009. It peaked in 2009 uh, without any further processing. So we limited processing was driving the price for the dairymen, the entire dairy, dairy industry in California was driving the price down. Uh, you know, they, they were limited in how much they could produce. And we see that as a real opportunity for our dairy client to integrate and maybe do, the, you know, a little vertical integration. Matt saw this challenge and started looking for a better solution and assembling a winning team. Uh, so we facilitated the discussion at first. Uh, and and, and we, that facilitation was meeting with bakers, meeting with outside consultants, uh, going through some of the economic what ifs for our dairy producers. How much capital would it take? What was the capital cost per cow? Uh, and we started doing that, and we gained some traction. Our dairymen, uh, these guys were a very diverse group of dairymen, and they uh, wanted to move forward. So we then facilitated visiting other plants across the United States. Uh, you know, we found a design build company out of Fort Wayne, Indiana, that uh, uh, would facilitate the building design of, the, uh, of this uh, milk plant. And so they took us to clients. We went to suppliers and purchasers, went to Mead Johnson, in, in, you know, the, a maker of uh, infant meal. And uh, we, we went to their facilities and learned about what they wanted in a state-of-the-art milk processing plant. And uh, uh, so step-by-step, step, we built a team consultants uh, that could help us and design uh, this uh, uh, milk plant and then come up with a business plan. And, and Professor Dairy Susan was very involved, the three founders, uh, uh, you know, myself, Brian, and then also Dr. Enriquez Pollock were involved uh, with facilitating that Valley Milk and, and the six dairy families that were involved. Uh, and now 17 different dairy farms are a part of that six dairy families. In 2018, Valley Milk processed its first tanker load and today processes 50 truckloads of milk each day for whole milk, skim milk, and cream, which is used for either ice cream and butter or processed as anhydrous milk fat for the cooking and baking industries. Some of their products even make it across the ocean. Continue to add value. Uh, one of the things that we're very excited about is, you know, the Turlock plant location is close to a port, allows us to eat, get the Pacific Rim and export uh, uh, most of our powder is exported overseas, which uh, one of the things we looked at it was great for California. We produce the milk, we take the water, keep the water here, and then we give the nutrients uh, in skin milk powder and ship that overseas. So it creates a win-win for the environment. We're a, we're a watertight industry here, so we want to reuse, recycle that water here locally and ship the powder overseas. So it's been a great project to be a part of. Uh, again, it's about having the right team of dairymen that we worked with. And, uh, and with Brian, 
myself and Enrique facilitating and to be a part of that. Uh, we're very, very excited how well that's came up. To Matt, exponential growth and a multiplied impact mean a promising future for his dairy clients. Ever we have success with a dairy nutrition client or a valley milk family and how well, you know, it just makes uh, really excited about what a better position they are in today. Uh, they have control of where their milk goes and, and how, what type of value we can add to that milk and we can maximize the great things that they're doing on their dairy operations. These days, Matt is looking at the next challenge his clients are facing. The alternative agriculture opportunities for us, you know, making almonds or citrus are, are greater out here. So that puts a lot of pressure for dairymen to take that great family investment they have and move it uh, to the middle part of the country where our uh, land costs are cheaper, our forage costs are cheaper. Uh, however, there's going to be a core dynamic uh, group of cows you know, it peaked out at 1.8 million, but maybe it'll settle in at 1.4 million. That's a tremendous amount of cows. What we want to do is be a part of those 1.4 million cows here in California and teach them how to be sustainable. It takes credit uh, for credits due. And by credit, he's referring to opportunities to monetize carbon credits and enteric methane. The dairy producer has done the best job of any industry in the last 80 years are reducing the carbon footprint per 100 pounds of milk. And any industry, any other uh, comparison you can put out there, they've been one of the best. They've been great stewards of the, uh, the environment. And we want to uh, continue to lead that. And we're going to do that through methane digesters, reducing the methane output. Uh, we're going to do that by reducing enteric methane. We want to get them in position to do that. Now, California is the first state that is actually trying to monetize these opportunities for the dairy industry. And, it, and they monetize it uh, pretty well in the uh, methane digesters. His vision for a better solution looks like this. We want a fair game, a fair plan, and a, a fair opportunity for the dairy producers to, uh, to uh, be able to monetize and actually make gains of profitability in the manure side of their business. The enteric methane side of the dairy business is going to be that third leg, we talk about crops, we talk about your young stock enterprise and your milk production enterprise. Well, there's another uh, leg to the stool, and that's your manure and enteric methane side that could be an opportunity to manage this for our dairymen in the future to be a profit center for that dairy operation. Through Valley Milk and Progressive Dairy Solutions, these impacts are multiplied to reach millions of cows and motivate positive change. But there's another organization Matt has been instrumental in co-founding that can be measured by its impacts on thousands of people. The North American Intercollegiate Dairy Challenge was the better solution he saw for providing real on-farm opportunities for college students. You know, when I was with Cargill, the things that we did a lot was going to universities and recruiting dairy students so that we could develop them into dairy nutritionists and dairy management consultants in the Cargill uh, system. And one of the things that I really identified from university to university was the different programs that they were uh, at each university, how they got that dairy student ready for the industry. And I... Uh, you know, go back to my alma mater, Cornell University uh, had one of the dairy 
Fellows Program that did an unbelievable job of taking us students out on dairies once a week and really digging into the opportunities uh, and threats of each dairy operation. We looked at strength, weakness uh, of these operations. We did it from dairy analytics. It, uh, and we did uh, from talking to those producers and learning from those dairy producers of things that they experienced. Other universities didn't have that same experience. And one of the ways I encouraged that is I went to, I happened to be working with a Michigan State University, uh, Marion Weber Nielsen, uh, and went to her class and talked about creating a challenge uh, for Michigan State. And actually ended up called the Michigan State Dairy Challenge. And we created a challenge for those senior students to get together, go out on a dairy, and then we'd have a panel of judges assess the same dairy and have them do a presentation to that panel of judges. So the very first Michigan State Dairy Challenge uh, we did in April, of, I believe, 2000, up in a snowy, cold uh, Michigan, but it was really fun. And, and, and Cargill sponsored this and put this on, but we got other industry people involved. We got the vet, local veterinarians involved. We had Monsanto and Lanco and, and Slack Sires and some of the uh, critical companies involved in this Michigan Day Dairy Challenge. And it really gained a lot of momentum. All of a sudden, uh, Ohio State, Purdue, University of Minnesota, Wisconsin, all these universities came and said, hey, we really like this concept. Once again, a better solution was in Matt's sights, and he began pulling together a team. So I knew it was greater than Cargill at, at the time and really facilitated bringing in uh, some key people, uh, including Dr. Dave Galt from Cornell University, uh, uh, Dave Thorbon, who was the president CEO of Slack Sires. Uh, Linda Ordorf was a dairy producer at Second Look Dairy in Wisconsin. You know, we met uh, at a conference and said, hey, we're going to put this together. And so uh, we, that, that's how the founder group of the North American Intercollegiate Dairy Challenge came together. And, and we built a contest uh, and really just not a contest. Such unbelievable industry educational experience for dairy students all over the country. And really excited now that, you know, that we have 30 to 35 different universities participate each and every year uh, in, in, you know, we touched over 4,000 students, we're probably closer to 5,000 students uh, that has been through the Dairy Challenge experience. Uh, you know, I grew up loving judging dairy cows and the competitiveness atmosphere of being out there judging cows, giving all reasons and that type of thing helped me grow as a person. Well, now the Dairy Challenge gives that real-world experience of walking on a dairy farm, understanding that dynamics of the history, the family, the economics, and then understanding how you, as an outside advisor, can have an impact to bring in uh, some more discussing the strengths, opportunities, weakness, and threats of that individual dairy operation. How can you have an impact? And it's a team of four students that actually compete so working together as team consultants is the future, and, and that's, that's what the Dairy Challenge creates. Uh, the beauty of the entire industry now participates in this Dairy Challenge. So we've identified the systematic approach for multiplying impact, measurable in millions of cows and thousands of people. But what's behind all that? It's Matt's dedication to what he calls unselfish leadership. I believe that leadership starts with being unselfish leadership and that you got to lead by doing 
Uh, and if you're going to be out there in uh, holding everybody in your, your team highly accountable for great results, uh, then you got to hold yourself to those the highest results, the highest standards. Uh, and uh, that's that's what's really important. The uh, some people say, well, hey, you're the leader of progressive issues. And well, yes, I'm the team captain, but really. That means I got to remove the most hurdles for my teammates. You know, I want to put them in the North Star. And uh, what is very unique about uh, Progressive Dairy Solutions in our leadership structure, we don't have a traditional organizational chart. If, if you look at our organizational chart, it would be myself and 47 uh, people reporting directly to me. But that doesn't make sense. We don't look at that. Uh, the future of work is not about organizational charts. It's about having a dynamic leadership team. And it'll look, it's more like a galaxy, the stars in the sky. And that one night, the star could be the leader, uh, would be myself. The next night, the star could be someone who's our repro expert uh, or a robotic milker expert. And they're the star of the show today. And my goal is to put that North Star, the person that's uh, needs to be the brightest star to lead the team out there in front and uh, and make sure that they are using their expertise and their intellectual knowledge to lead the team. So the star is different every night. The one that br- shines the brightest uh, may change. And no matter if you're leading the North American Dairy Challenge or Progressive Dairy Solutions, you've got to go find the brightest star on your team and put them in front and uh, so I call it unselfish leadership. So how does one learn unselfish leadership? By living it. And for Matt, it was a pivotal moment as a young man that changed his life forever. Well, the biggest challenge of my life and this most tragic challenge in my life was when I was 15 years old and my father at the age of 37 passed away with a massive heart attack. Uh, my mom, 33, five kids, had two dairy farms in upstate New York. We consolidated to one dairy operation, but the 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 tragic was is you know that my dad passed away. What had developed out of that is at 15 years old, I was thrown into a position to run a dairy farm, and with obviously with the side of my my mom and my siblings. Uh, but one thing that I really was empowered with is I did everything for those cows. I knew every cow. I did all the mating at that time. I also did the nutrition. But the, the hardest thing was getting through day-to-day operations, even going back to school when your father passes away. I was a freshman in high school. Uh, and my passion uh, really arrives from the entire dairy community surrounding us and took care of my family. And what I'll give you, I'll tell this story because it's just so enlightening how great the dairy industry is. The local hosting club, which my Dad was a, uh, a member, a, a board member, president of the local farm barrel. Uh, he was uh, on the local fair board. Uh, those communities came together. They hired a hired man so I could go back to school. Uh, and they put our forges up in one day. We had a sile filling day. 13 dairy families came together, put our crops into one day. These are things that I'll never forget. One of these things where this community came together to help out myself, my entire family, and that passion for the industry will never, uh, never dwindle because of these people that helped us out. 
In that time of loss, the dairy community identified the challenges, came up with solutions, and assembled and activated a team. What I learned from that is, is our crops are put up in one day. So the rest of that summer, I got to go work for my neighboring dairy producers. They helped me, so I helped them. I'd go mow. I would chop uh, for an, another dairy. Another dairy would have me milk his cows while he's putting in crops. And I just learned that, boy, there's just so many different ways to do this dairy thing. You could do the, you, you know, my dad taught me this way, but my neighbors learned it this way. And I said, boy, there's just so many opportunities to do it better. And there's better ways to do it. And I learned so much from that. It was the most difficult time of my life, but the greatest learning opportunity for me. These same families would encourage me to, hey, leave the dairy farm, go to college. Go to college and, and uh, had great influence like Dr. Dave Galton that circled the wagons around, got the, these people that taught me to go to college. And because I was just going to stay home and run that dairy farm, that I was the fourth generation of. And, uh, and I, I learned so much from these people. So one of the most difficult times in my life, but I, I truly gained a, a tremendous amount of knowledge and respect for the dairy industry because of our community, people circled around my family and, and really made us successful. Uh, and uh, my family, Everlong, appreciate that. And the people did that. In a way, Matt has devoted his life's work to giving back to the dairy community, just as it circled around and poured into him as a young man. Those friends, neighbors, and advisors, they didn't hesitate when one of their own was in a time of need to identify the challenge, see a better solution, and assemble and activate a team that lifted up Matt and his family and gave him hope for a brighter future in the dairy industry. And through unselfish leadership, his passion is to pay it back exponentially every single day. My passion is driven for the industry. My passion is driven for each and every individual dairy producer we get to uh, work with out there. And, and I would look through to the future. The dairy industry is bright. It's thriving. It's exciting. Uh, we have unbelievable opportunity for positive change in the future when we look at what's going to come down the road. Will it be different? Yes, we will. it's going to be different. Is there going to be hurdles in our way? There definitely will be hurdles, but we're going to be able to navigate our clients through that to great success. You know, we, we are serving mother's nature's most perfect food. That's milk to our, our uh, people out there. And we uh, uh, are, are the ones who get to deliver that in a way that uh, delivers great nutrition uh, to the consumer. Uh, and it's a great story. The families behind every gallon of milk is a wonderful story to learn more about. And uh, we're very excited we can be a part of it. I hope you've learned from Matt how to create exponential impact through unselfish leadership that multiplies across millions of cows and thousands of people. Find links to Progressive Dairy Solutions, Valley Milk, and the North American Intercollegiate Dairy Challenge in our show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Uplevel Dairy Podcast, made possible by founding partner Adiseo. And friends, be sure to head over to upleveldairy.com and join the Uplevel Dairy community, where this month you have the special opportunity to win yourself a pair of 4D waterproof overall bibs, our giveaway during the month of September. So go ahead and join the Uplevel Dairy community at upleveldairy.com. 
Thank you for listening to the Up Level Dairy Podcast. I'm your host, Peggy Coffeen. And if you like what you heard today, go ahead and head on over to upleveldairy.com to read the blog and join the Up Level Dairy email list so you can receive new podcasts, blogs, and special offers coming soon from Up Level Dairy straight in your inbox. To listen to more episodes, head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube, and don't forget to rate and review. Connect with me, Peggy, at Peggy at and follow Up Level Dairy on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn.